Yes, Nima is working with the hindrances and uh, yesterday we spoke about mindfulness and clear comprehension and uh, the hindrances are one of the objects we can use as a help for basis for mindfulness so we can become aware of the fact that a hindrance is present or absent and in order to be able to do this we need to bring mindfulness to what we are experiencing in the moment so nothing whatsoever is excluded from the phenomena which can teach us about the liberating power of understanding impermanence, unsatisfactoriness and emptiness are not self. And the hindrances have not a special position They are just hindrances to seeing clearly. And they are also impermanent, unsatisfactory and empty of a self. And it's really up to us if we are noticing a hindrance is present, if we are kind of contracting around the hindrance and become it and getting lost in it, or if we are opening to it and just seeing what is happening. And at that moment we are already stepping outside of the hindrance. We might still notice some of the effects of it in the body. And in the mind. But we can be aware of it, we can bring sati sampachanya to it. And then through that you're not opening to what's happening and not contracting around it, we can learn from it, <coughs> whatever it is. Because this displays those three characteristics just like anything else and the seven factors of enlightenment are sometimes called the anti-hindrances And the cultivation of those seven factors of enlightenment can just simply start with recognizing that there is a one of the five hindrances present in the mind. And then through recognizing that and staying open to it and holding steady with it, we can learn from it. And then the hindrance transforms into an enlightenment factor 
or in the enlightenment factors. So it's just the attitude which we are bringing to what's happening in the mind because we can't control the mind and it's not about mind control but it's about seeing what's happening with clarity and then learning from that and through that learning the mind will become stronger and stronger and less caught up in the hindrances or in the thinking processes even we still need to think of course and in order to get things done but we can then use the thinking rather than being used by it and that's a, a long process to learn that through bringing mindfulness and clear comprehension to what's happening but it's definitely something we can do it just requires a humility and perseverance and energy and interest which is the second factor of enlightenment Dhammavichaya interest curiosity in our experience how did this arise this hindrance and then just going underneath the thinking process into the emotion which we maybe don't want to be in touch with and that's why we are rather up in the thinking mind because it's less scary and if we manage that we have enough mindfulness curiosity and energy so we can go underneath the thinking mind and see you know what motivates our attachment to the thinking process then the transformation can begin and so the transformation energy is released in an old conditioning is transformed and it requires perseverance and staying conscious rather than getting caught up and becoming somebody so it's really how we relate to our experience whatever it is that determines if wisdom and compassion are going to be born out of that relationship or if we're just going to get more and more lost 
Buddha in the scripture speaks about <coughs> if the hindrances are transformed either, either temporarily or permanently desire the hindrance of, of sensual desire is if that has been let go of in the moment is like he compares it with being free from that and the hindrance of ill will or anger is compared with being free from disease very striking you know examples can give us a kind of a a synonym for how it can feel if we are really tightly identified with these hindrances and then sloth and torpor it's compared with being released from prison and restlessness and worry is compared with being released from slavery Doubt is compared with uh, returning from a dangerous journey through the desert and coming back home <coughs> in one piece. That's very good examples of how it can feel if you're really lost in the hindrances. And we have to have that capacity to keep conscious with these feelings in order for the transformation to occur and that's why it's difficult but once it's done it actually is not that difficult as it seems when one is in it in the beginning you know we can only step outside for a moment and then we get sucked in again and for another moment and then those moments become longer and longer because there's more and more trust that this is something we can do it's like a pitta medicine which has good results and it all starts with simply sitting down or any other posture and just bringing mindfulness to present moment experience 
knowing that we are breathing in when we are breathing in and knowing that we are breathing out when we are breathing out. Then noticing if the mind gets drawn into hopes and fears. And understanding that hindrance simply means it's an obstacle to seeing what is good for oneself and good for others. And then again coming back and I do one's motivation why we are sitting here actually. bring the motivation as a basis from which to decide how to relate to this. Story which is happening in the mind. It's not about having a different experience from what we are having right now, but just being with it and allowing it to teach us.
being that flow and paying attention to impermanence. If a hindrance arises, we get stuck. Just taking an interest in that and then keep on moving. <laughs> 